Welcome to the All or Something Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Kepler, and this podcast is all about ditching black and white thinking and exploring the gray areas of health, happiness, and everything in between. If you're ready to feel empowered and inspired, then let's get to it. I really need you tonight. Forever's gonna start tonight. Forever's gonna start to... Oh, hi. (laughs) I didn't realize you were here. Just kidding, I did. Uh, But I thought I was singing that anyway, so I thought you might want to hear it too. Anyway, welcome to episode 74 of the All or Something Living Podcast, and I'm so actually really looking forward to talking to you tonight. I have a lot to say. Um, A lot has been going on in my life the last few weeks, especially around failure and disappointment, which is why I'm talking to you about it, obviously. Uh, Obviously. Um, Anyway, so first of all, before we get started, I just want to let you know that I'm actually going to be featured on a podcast next Friday. My friend Krista has a podcast and... We're going to be talking about body image and other things. Um, So she's a photographer and her models are obviously very susceptible to negative, having a negative body image. So I'm going to hop on there and we're going to chat. We're actually going to go on Facebook live first um, and then, and then post it as a podcast. So I'll keep you, I'll keep you posted on that. But if you want updates and you want to hear me or maybe even see me live, you can go to Facebook and join us in the All or Something Lifestyle Facebook group. Just search All or Something Lifestyle um, in Facebook and it should show up for you. I honestly, if you happen to join the week that you're listening to this, just know it's usually more lively in there. But as you'll hear as I'm talking about more in this episode, I had a little bit of an intense week. I was a little bit overwhelmed, so not as active in that group this week. Uh, I'm really trying to get it going, though. I'm really trying to get a a sense of community building. So also, if you go in there and you're like, what the hell is this? I thought this was going to be something like amazing. There are some really amazing Facebook groups out there, and I would like to make mine one of them. Um, But it's slow growing, and I really need to just figure out a way to... um, like I said, just build community. I, my vision is really just to make it, um, to make it a safe space to express yourself, express your opinions and to be respected for whatever that may be and whatever questions that, that you have around say body image or lifestyle tips or relationship stuff or relationship to yourself, whatever it is. Um, I just really want it to be a place where, again, we're kind of in the middle of this, not any extremes of like, it's, you know, it's not all or nothing, but it's all or something. And what the hell does that even mean? It means that, yes, we want to talk about, you know, healthy, building healthy habits, potentially even eating healthy foods or taking care of our bodies in different ways. But it doesn't have to be like one of those groups where it's very obsessive. Everyone's talking about counting their calories and macros and how they weighed themselves this morning and they're on the wagon, they're off the wagon. I really want to make this a kind of space where we honor our health, but with a very big, big, 
overlying respect for ourselves first and a foundation of love and respect for ourselves more than anything else. So if that sounds like somewhere that you want to hang out, then come come join us over in the All or Something Lifestyle and come watch me on my first Facebook Live. Honestly, I'm freaking, I'm terrified because I'm like, I, I record this podcast. I've recorded this podcast every week for, um, gosh, how long now? It's been over a year, but I'm like, talk. I, I mean, I'm wearing sweatpants right now. My hair is up in this crazy top knot. I, I've had a long day. Like, I don't care what I look like. I can pause the audio anytime that I need to, to like take a drink of water. Um, but I can't do that when I'm live and I got to show my face. I'm so scared. That's why people podcast, right? So they don't have to show their face. But I'm all about setting aside my fear for the sake of taking a risk and growing and stepping into that fear. Because obviously if you are doing something you're scared of, it's going to lead to growth. Because then, next time I do it, I'll be less scared. Anyway, enough of that. Let's get into the episode. Again, this episode is kind of just a hodgepodge of different things that I'm going to share exactly a few obstacles I've had um, in the last few weeks and then how I like the lessons that I learned from them and then apply them to how how you can apply them to your own life and I've realized sometimes I'm like is it boring for people to hear about me and my struggles and my life but what I recognize about telling these stories and what I hear a lot is that you can really just see yourself in someone else's story. And so especially if what I am going through is something that you are recently going through or you can resonate with, then you can take inspiration and you can learn from, you know, my situation. I have a lot of experience now knowing how to see things from a different perspective and then figure out, you know, how can I, how can I make this positively impact my life versus letting it throw me back into this spiral? And really that's the underlying thing is, is, um, the whole theme of my business. And really what I do is to, to help you get out of your own way and shed all these layers that are holding you down and then all these habits or natural these natural instinctual reactions that you have because they're learned behaviors so you you have all these like habits that obstacles come up and you're so used to the way that you respond and you know they they are holding you back in the in the long run and so I like to share my different perspectives and the ways that I get through things in hopes that you know, it gives you some different kind of perspective and you learn something from it. So I always love to hear from you, you know, about the aha moments that you had, or maybe something I said really spoke to you or clicked for you. That's really helpful too for me because it helps me create content around what it is that you need support with. And it also helps me know like what I should do more episodes on or go more in depth. So again, love when you interact with me over on Instagram at Lauren M. Kepler and um, shoot me a DM anytime. If you comment on my stuff, I make it a point to always respond to everybody and everything because guess what? I'm still helping people on a smaller scale. I haven't grown to the point yet where, um, where I have so many people that I can't get to everybody. So I can give you that one-on-one undivided attention and answer whatever questions that you have or just be there for you or listen to you. I'm here for you with whatever you need. 
Anywho, so let's get into the meat of this episode. Okay, so it all started with this whole, I wouldn't call it a spiral necessarily. Uh, I just think, I think that in life, it's natural to go through seasons where you're kind of ebbing and flowing. One season is really good. And then the next season, you know, you go through, you're going through challenges. I think right now I'm being challenged in different ways because I've told the universe, God, you know, what I believe in that, um, that I'm ready to level up, that I'm ready to move on to the next level. And when you do that, if you are spiritual in any way, um, when you do that, you know, that the universe talks back and it says, okay, let's see what you got. And then it throws a bunch of challenges at you. And again, I mean, obviously this, this, the level of challenge will fluctuate and it'll, it'll vary depending on the season. And so I don't think it's helpful to compare your challenges with other people and say, why am I making this a big deal when, you know, there's people out there dealing with this or that or whatever. And it might, you might look at what I'm struggling with and say like, you're stupid, Lauren, this is nothing. But to me, it does feel like something. And, and at the end of the day, it's the emotions that are involved. It's the, the challenges that we feel, the struggles, the internal struggle that we feel. And my major internal struggle that I run into so often is the feeling of not being enough, of not being worthy enough. That's just, you know, something that I, a lesson that I run into time and time again, And I'm still continuing to evolve in that way and to recognize that I'm enough. And and really, I'm just going to have to continue doing that work because I have a very, I think I have a very, I always, I've always felt like I have a very big mission for my time on this earth. And I, I really think that I'm thrown these, the challenges that I am so that I can learn from them and then, um, bring others up with me because I think so many of us do actually struggle with feeling like we're enough. Um, and I think a lot of the reason, the things that we do are to try and be enough. You know, one of the major things being feeling like our bodies are not enough and wanting to lose weight and wanting to change how we look on the outside because we think it's going to make us feel worthy on, um, on the inside. And, you know, I'll talk about that more in the episode, but, and if you've been a longtime listener or follower of me, you know that for me, it tends to, even though I gave up on diets and weight loss attempts, I've, I've transferred, you know, that kind of addiction of trying to find something with outside of myself to be satisfied. I transfer it to other parts of my life. And, you know, and that's just the same as if you were an alcoholic and, you had to quit drinking, but then you started binge eating, you know, we tend to transfer addictions. And it's so important that we recognize that everywhere it starts to follow us, these compulsive behaviors. And so um, anyway, that's kind of the overall that's, you'll notice that as I'm going through this episode, that that's kind of the, the theme of what's going on here. So So it all started with me applying again for the B scholarship, not the B scholarship. I'm not trying to be a B. (laughs) Um, No, I uh, B school scholarship with Marie Forleo. So I don't know what my connection to Marie is, but I, when I was 14 and I started exercising at home, my mom bought me this like exercise video. 
I like from Best Buy or something or was it Blockbuster? I don't know. She brought she bought me this workout video and it was like a dance crunch fitness and um and I did it like once a week and there was like this instructor and I always loved the way that she instructed and she she always said this was like her phrase stick that booty out <laughs> and I loved it and then um and then like fast forward years later I'm I don't know 19 or 20 years old this is back when I'm in the military I pick up this book at um, Borders back when that was a big thing too, when people actually, you know, went to bookstores and video stores and, you know, all, all those things that happen. Do you hear my chair creaking? All those things that happen when you're ancient. <laughs> I'm turning 30 in a few weeks, by the way. Um, anyway, so so this book called Make Every Man Wa- Want You and it's really not about making every man want you. It's about like finding your charisma and worthiness or whatever. But you know, that's an attention grabbing title. And I was a single young girl. So of course I was like, yeah, I want every man to want me. So I read that book and I learned a lot from that too, actually. And then years later, I got, I think it was my sister that first recommended to me all these like Marie TV episodes on YouTube of Marie Forleo. And I was like, oh my, this, at the time she was like a personal, at that time she was a personal development guru. That was when she was really into her life coaching before she got into really business coaching what she does now. And I, one of her episodes, she was like talking about, I don't know, just what she's been through in her life or whatever. And she's like, yeah, and I used to teach dance crunch fitness videos. And then I wrote this book called Every Man Want You, Make Every Man Want You. And I was like, oh, What? And it felt like fate. And so ever since then, I've just been, well, I've always obviously been a big fan of Marie Forleo, but I've just always felt like there was some kind of fate. Um, There was a reason that she was in my life. So I keep, she, so every year I can't quite afford her B school Um, right now. It's, I think by this point, it's over $2,000 for the, for the class. And I invested a lot of the money that I did have in um, actually just going to health coaching school in general. So just not on my like financial radar. So every year I like to apply for her scholarship. And like in my mind, I'm the only person that's important to Marie. I'm the only person that should like that. I Like there's a reason I should win the scholarship because she's been in my life for so long without even knowing it. Like it must have been a sign. And so every year I'm like, this is the year I'm going to get the scholarship this year. And last year, I honestly really did feel it like deep within me that like I was going to get it. And so when I woke up the morning, she released the results and my name wasn't on the list. I was mad. I had all these feelings coursing through me and I was like, why am I even bothering? So I decided that I wasn't going to do the scholarship anymore. But then lo and behold, two weeks ago, it comes out again. And I was just like, you know what? Why not me? Why not keep trying? And then right when I said that I had this creative download and I was like, okay, I'm going to be creative this time. And I'm going to write a song for my entry. Within five minutes, I picked up my guitar and I wrote a song. And within the next like few hours, I had it recorded and uploaded on YouTube for the for the entry. 
And so then, of course, I was like, you know, I'm just going to do it for exposure, for practice, blah, blah, blah. This could be good for me. I'm not going to make a big deal about it. I'm not going to really put my emotions into it or my feelings into it. And then as it gets closer to her announcing the scholarship, I find myself like obsessively like checking the website and all of a sudden putting my feelings into it. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, what if I like what this has to be a sign now that I have this creative download. Like it means that it really is because energetically I'm aligned to this and blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm going to manifest this. And... (laughs) The day, well, okay, so it was the day before the results were coming out, and I noticed I was starting to stress out, so I had to really have a come-to-Jesus talk with myself, and I was like, listen, Lauren, the chances of you being on that list tomorrow are very, very low, and that's something that you're going to have to come to terms with and, and recognize that you, first of all, are not the only person in the world There are thousands of people applying for this scholarship. And guess what? Those 20 people that are on the list tomorrow morning are going to be so excited and so ecstatic. And I don't want to look at that list and be angry at them for that. I don't want to wake up or, well, actually ended up coming out in the afternoon, but I don't want to look at that list and be envious or jealous or mad at them for getting it over me. And I, and, oh, I'm getting ahead of myself here. Anyway, so the, the list came out long story short, long story, short story long, really. Um, I like to tell really long stories with lots of windy roads. And so the list came out, I wasn't on the list. And so next, after I tell you all the stories that have been going on, I'll tell you the lessons from them. So like I said, I jumped ahead of myself there. Next story. I'll keep this one shorter because really it's something um, pretty straightforward. So I in I am in anatomy physiology level two. I took anatomy physiology level one last semester with the same professor. I purposely chose him again this semester because I really liked him. He's really challenging. He's definitely the hardest A and P professor um, in at at UNLV. But I liked the way he challenged me. And so last semester, up until this point, you know, I'm one of those annoying people that never really had to try in school. And actually, I I don't like people are jealous of people like that. But I'm not envious of myself because because I was a I was used to being able to not try and still get results so that when things did become hard, I would give up because I never built up the stamina for when things got hard until last semester when I took my first exam for this class and I was so used to up to that point not really having to study but still getting a good grade and it was a rude awakening for me um because I got an 82 on his first exam which really is not you know terrible but it is for me for someone who's used to getting A's and even you know sometimes it's hard to tell these stories about grades because I sound so privileged and bratty Um, And I don't mean to come off that way. It's just that I've held myself to a certain standard based on, you know, the way that my dad raised me and talked about grades. And and so getting good grades to me are really important. Um, 
because I feel, well, I've, yeah, and I'll get into that later, but what I feel like good, good grades mean, and I'm trying to break away from this anyway. So, so I got an 82 on the first exam in his class first semester I had him and I was already really upset. So that was a rude, like wake up call for me. So from then on, I studied my ass off. I got A's on all of his exams, except for the final, I got a B. And then this semester came and we're in level two and he's like first for the first exam. It's like a, he had his first exam a week into the semester and he's like trial by fire. This is going to be so hard. And, um, and I got an A on that one. So I was like, okay, cool. Next exam or next stuff comes up next topics. And this one's on three chapters, which usually it's like on two, um, rare. I think last semester there was only one exam with three chapters and I got an A on that one. But anyway, three chapters, one being blood, one being the heart and one being the circulatory system. And I studied the same way that I always do. I read the chapter over and over and over again. I watch his lecture at least twice because he records the in-class lectures. I watch those at least twice, take notes, read over the notes. I literally spent last weekend, I didn't get a weekend this past weekend because I was like, I really have to make sure that I'm studying for this, like well for this exam. Um, and I wasn't able to study the weekend before because I had a microbiology exam and had to study for that one. So I spent literally sat down on Friday and studied for 12 hours, spent that Saturday studied for eight hours the next day studied for more and more. Uh, anyway, so I put my, like really put my heart and soul into this. I start taking the exam yesterday and I'm like all the questions I'm like, fuck what is this? Oh my gosh. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to bomb this one. And I went into it thinking, okay, I don't feel completely as confident about this material as I have in the past. So I could see, you know, maybe a B coming on. I feel a B coming on, maybe a high, maybe a medium, whatever. I can handle that. So the test is over. We all are like slowly, you know, trickling out at one at a time. And Every, all my friends are like, what the hell was that? And I, you know, surround myself with people who kind of have the same philosophies as me, who really, you know, put our all into it and, and making good, good grades is a big deal to us, especially being in competitive programs like pre-nutrition and pre-nursing and stuff. Um, anyway, so then the results were, were released pretty much after everyone had finished the exam because we take them on this like internet site called Top Hat and the grades are released and I look and it's a 70 and I was like oh, what and I wanted to cry but then I had a lab quiz coming up right after that that I hadn't even studied for because I'd been so focused on this exam so that was challenge number two in the last few weeks and then um, the third challenge has just been in general. I've been really struggling with self-image and body image, and I struggle with seeing myself, especially on videos and in pictures and uh, wanting to like really wanting to go back into dieting just so that I could 
feel the high that you get when you lose weight and you start to see your body change. And I just have to remind myself that this is a long-term game. So whatever choices that I make about my body needs to be something that I can sustain for life and it needs to be, you know, supportive and not, and not harmful to me. So that's been on my mind. Um, yeah, I've just been feeling like I'm not accomplishing enough, um, or falling back into that trap of, you know, that just that exam grade making me feel like I'm not doing enough. And earlier this week, I totally had bombed a lab quiz for microbiology and yeah. And so that was the other thing. And then, um, and then my fear of disappointing or upsetting others is is always coming up. That's something I'm really trying to work past is just really being true to who I am and honoring my truth and recognizing that it won't be the same as other people's truth and that's completely okay. So I had just um I just posted something on Facebook about coronavirus, which I know is so controversial and I'm really all about education, getting the facts, taking the emotion out of it. And so, you know, I wanted to just post some educational information so that this fear-mongering stuff can subside a little and people can actually like look at, okay, you know, is this something that I really should be genuinely concerned about? If I should be concerned, what area should I be concerned, blah, blah, blah. And of course, you know, you get those people and a lot of times I don't post controversial stuff because I don't want the backlash of people's opinions and blah, blah, blah. But honestly, I'm, I'm done with that. I feel like I'm, I'm so tired of censoring myself and maybe you'll even see a shift with me in the way I show up on social media or the way that I talk even to you in this podcast. Um, I have to honor myself and who I am and not worry so much about making everybody else comfortable because I am here with a clear message for specific people. You know, I am meant to speak to and resonate with the people that are meant to, to resonate with me. And then there are a lot of people who aren't going to resonate with me. And so I've been seeing that coming up with just, yeah, just disagreements and, and, and people, um, people wanting to argue about things and, or debate about things. And, um, so that's been another thing on my mind. So what does all of this mean? So I'm going to go through everything that I just talked about and tell you all the lessons that I've taken from it. And because we're already at like 26 minutes in this episode, I'm going to try to keep it brief. Um, so my lesson with the B-School scholarship thing was just recognizing that someone else's wins don't take anything from me. And honestly, I was so excited when I had that realization because I realized I could double win. Like if I could celebrate my own accomplish and also get just as excited for the wins of the women or the men or the people around me um, or anyone who won this scholarship. So I wanted to really go in with the attitude of, I'm going to look at all the names and I'm going to see these people. And I'm just going to be so thrilled for them and just imagine their faces when they see that. And so how could I really be upset and disappointed when, when so many beautiful things come from this scholarship? And so that's what I did. I, I kind of laughed it off. Um, of course, I felt a slight twinge of pain. I'm not going to lie. I was a little bit frustrated, but then I remembered, you know, 
brought myself back down to earth and remembered I'm not the only person on this earth. <laughs> so, so that's what I learned from that, um, that I really wanted to celebrate and acknowledge others. I get, you know, it's so easy to get wrapped up in yourself and your own stuff that you forget about other people. And, and I think we should really work on bringing each other up versus trying to pull each other down just because we're not up there like the crabs in the bucket you know and then with the exam grade I realized and I was talking to my stepson Jalen about this this morning or this tonight when I was making dinner because we're really working with him on his grades right now he is struggling in school for really the first time we've never really seen this with him um and what we really want to emphasize to him is that Sometimes you're going to put all of your effort into something and you're still going to fall short. But what's important there is that you did put the effort in there. What we're seeing from him is that he's not putting the effort in and he's falling short. So there's a different approach to that, especially when it comes to parenting, parenting yourself or really actually parenting your children on this. But when the effort is there, it's so important to acknowledge that and, and to, of course, make adjustments as necessary. But um, but it's just so important for your, your integrity and, the, and your self-esteem, really, that you are putting your all into it. And then that way, if you do fall short, even though you put your all into it, um, and you can honestly say at the end of the day that you put your all into it that, and not your all into it as if like you're being so hard on yourself and you think you could have done better, but you know, sometimes maybe you'll have been really tired that week. Maybe something happened in your family, maybe whatever, whatever. Um, and that's the best that you can show up. Our individual best is going to look different depending on who we are and it's going to fluctuate even our own my own personal best varies sometimes too so as long as you did the best that you could in that moment you can be proud of yourself for that um and and then if you aren't then just remember like if you're not really trying but and you're not seeing the result that you want to just remember that how that feels and and recognize that it can really be a kick to your self-esteem and your confidence. So if you really are wanting to build your self-esteem and confidence, showing up with that lazy approach is not the way that you want to do it. So, um, and then when you do have a disappointment like that, a setback or a failure, give yourself time to grieve, to bitch, to do whatever you need to do, but then give yourself a deadline of, okay, I'm going to give myself this amount of time. And then this is when I'm going to move on and just let it go. And that's what I had to do. I gave myself all the afternoon yesterday to just lay in bed and just feel sorry for myself. Honestly, I had a pity party. And then I said that I woke up this morning. I said, all right, I'm back to it. I'm going to get back on it. Um, and then this is a really, really big one that I have to remind myself of all the time. And I'm, I literally wrote this in all caps. My worth is not defined by grades or accomplishments. My worth is something that's defined from within. It's, I don't know, I didn't really think really deeply into this before I started this episode, but my worth is defined by my integrity. That's why it's so important that I do show up with honesty, that I do the right thing even when nobody is looking, when, that I do um, 
show up consistently in my life. I show up doing well in every area. And by doing well, I mean like putting my, putting pride and passion into everything that I do. Um, so my worth is more of my inner values and whether there we go, that's a good way to put it. My worth is more about my inner values and if, and whether or not my actions are aligning with those values. That's when I feel like I really am living out my truth. And that's when I feel my best. Um, and again, you know, it's easy to say you're worthy just because you're here, but we don't always feel that. And so that's why I feel like, uh, I recognize that I'm living out my potential when I'm in alignment. Um, and then the other thing is that I'm going to disappoint people. I'm going to rock the boat. I'm going to piss people off. I'm going to have haters. I'm going to have people that are going to want to disagree with me or argue on my posts or just my views in general. And this is okay. It's natural that we're going to disagree. Um, it's natural that people are going to see things differently than me, but it doesn't mean that I have to dim my light or hide away because I'm afraid of what these people mean to me or what they can do to me. Cause honestly, the most they can do is shake my confidence But if I get to a point where my confidence is unshakable, then they can't really do anything to me. And I can speak my truth and let it be said because damn well, we know that they're willing to speak their truth and they don't think anyone else is entitled to it. You know, the kind of person I'm talking about. And so I just want to stop letting those people bully me into hiding myself. And so that's what I've learned from that. And so here are my tips for you. Celebrate your wins. Always celebrate your wins, no matter how big or how small. Celebrate the wins of others. Get just as excited for them as you would be for yourself. Know the difference between putting your heart into something and then failing or falling short versus recognizing that you didn't even fully show up in the first place and that it led to a negative consequence. And how you move forward will be determined by whichever one that it is. And it's up to you to decide what would feel good moving forward and and what you could do differently. Um, But either way, give yourself, as I always say, give yourself grace, 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 (laughs) give yourself grace, (laughs) give yourself some grace Um, and and move forward. If anything, just move freaking forward. Oh, somebody just I. I can see out a window as I'm podcasting, Uh, as I am speaking, I am like somebody just drove by in the dark with no headlights. It was weird. Anyway, they drove by really fast. Um, your, your worth is not defined by accomplishment or outward appearances. And it's up to you to decide what defines, what does define your worth or what does make you feel most worthy. And start doing more of those things and you will have people that disagree with you and they're going to handle it in various ways. They are, they might berate you there. They could argue with you, troll you respectfully debate you, et cetera, et cetera. But the important thing here is that you get to decide what your boundaries are and then how much you're willing to engage with those people. So you can cut them off whenever you need, regardless of their own or others backlash towards you. So, you know, like some people like to comment, um, that maybe so-and-so didn't 
comment on, especially with like politics or celebrity, so-and-so didn't comment on blah, blah, blah. So this looks bad for them. Um, or you think of like a press conference and people get allotted a certain amount of time to ask questions and then they say no further questions and they cut off the questions. And that's what I did with my Facebook post tonight. I engaged with a few people who had concerns about what it was that I said or they disagreed. I said my piece and then I at the bottoms just or I wrote one last comment. I said thank you so much for all of your input guys. I am going to go back into the grind of my life and so I won't be responding to any further comments on this thread. But again, thank you for sharing your opinion. So you get to decide when you will engage with people when you won't. Either way, you're you're entitled to speak your truth because as I said, Lord knows everybody else is doing it, especially those people who go on to everybody's posts and feel like they have something to say about it. So speak your truth, sister or brother or whoever you are listening. Jesus. This is kind of a long one here, but I feel like it's I don't know. I feel like I've been hanging out with you like my friend. Um, You are my friend. You definitely are. And you probably are actually my friend because a lot of my friends listen to this. But if you're if you're not like my if I don't know that you're like my friend yet, can you please come talk to me on Instagram and or Facebook or whatever and just let me know that we're friends or email me or whatever, because I want to talk to you some more. And I want to actually like have this be a two-way conversation versus just me talking at you every week. So, um, and also on on top of that, if you're looking for a safe space to ask questions or express yourself or even get free coaching around topics like this, like I said, I'm at a point right now where I do have the capacity to, to really pour into you. And so whatever questions that you have, whatever struggles that you have, I'm so happy to really dig in deep with you on those. Um, so if you want all of that, join us in the all or something lifestyle Facebook group. Again, link is in the bio, or you can just search the all or something lifestyle on Facebook. So I love you. I love you. And if you've made it this far in the episode, again, longer episode than normal, I'm just, I'm rambling today. Thank you for listening to me ramble, my friend. Um, I'll talk to you next week, but until then, just remember that you are enough and you are doing enough.